Rida. Welcome to the Something Bookish podcast. My name is Amin, aka the Boss Mafia, aka the Crazy Book Lady, aka your bookish sensei. On this podcast, I talk about all things books and reading, from book lists to reviews, musings, tips and tricks, and the occasional guest chats. So think of the space as a virtual lounge, but for bookish people who are very cool and very chill and cultured because it takes a lot of dedication to go into into the podcast world to find one that speaks specifically to books. That's like you are into geek. Is it, what is even the difference between a geek or a nerd? Now I'm confused. I should check that out. I always put both of them together. Like, what is the difference between a geek and a nerd? If if you do know, maybe save me the Google search, okay? And and explain it to me in such a way that I would never forget. Can you do that? Okay. Um, <laughs> see, I went off the intro. So, if this is your first time listening to the podcast, welcome to the dark side. And if this is not your first time listening to the podcast, how you doing readers this is the 73rd episode on this episode i'll be sharing the books i read in the month of january so this is a wrap up but before we get into it a little housekeeping so again if this is your first time listening to the podcast by housekeeping i'm talking about things that i need to let you know um an update or stuff that might be going on in my life or in the book club or just in general that you need to know yeah so first on the list is i would love 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 it if you subscribe to the newsletter yeah that newsletter is i am still working my way around the format and the stuff that i want to be saying but i feel like with you following me on this journey we can help each other out you know i learned from you you learn from me and everybody's just growing it will be our coming of age um process if you will so subscribe to the newsletter the link is in the show notes or you can just google something bookish newsletter and it's going to pop up secondly if you aren't already following me please follow me on instagram or twitter not all and twitter I will be, I, I, I feel like, let me not promise what, I don't know what I'm promising. I feel like I will be a wonderful addition to your timeline. Okay. I'm not going to spam you. I don't post every day. Well, not like, not all the time, but even the days when I post daily, it's good stuff. I'm not, I'm not a boring person online. So it's a nice addition to you and you can get to know like books that are out there books that are new books that you should be reminded of listicles you know i do curate a good page if i do say so myself yeah i'm a very good curator of bookish things so yeah you will do well by following me and if you are already following me don't gatekeep me okay share me with your friends let people get to know me also let's expand our circle let it be a bigger circle (laughs) know what that means but i feel like you know what i mean because we're already people because you're my circle right 
Okay. Next up on the agenda is the Indulgent Bibliophile February Peak. In February, we'll be reading Ryan Bell by Priya Hine. You can actually watch this author's book chat on YouTube. She was invited for AK 2023. So we are reading her debut. It's a really small book, but wow, it packs a punch. And we'll be chatting with the author at the end of the month. So you should read with us. Also, you can just follow the, the way to follow the Indulgent Bibliophile is to follow the account on Instagram, which is the Indulgent Bibliophile. The link is in the show notes or you can just Google it. You know, it's going to pop up. <laughs> I am that good at my SEO. Yeah. Next up on the agenda is this is a friendly reminder that you can participate in the Something Bookish Reading Challenge, which is live on Storygraph. And if you want the prompts on your phone, you can check out my, you can check out Something Bookish. And you will find the prompt in the in the story highlights. It's all there. My highlights. I, I, I how do I explain it? I feel like a lot of people don't take time to check people's highlights. Sometimes you have questions you want to ask a person, but if you just take the time and go to their highlights, you might actually find what you're looking for. And if it's not there, I suggest that you tell your favorite people to update their story highlights because it's such a useful way to answer a lot of questions at the same time all right and last on the agenda is yes um as you know i run this podcast by myself and every other thing bookish that i do online i run it by myself and sometimes it gets (laughs) it takes a lot out of me financially so if you would like to support this ministry you can do that by clicking the link in the show notes titled buy i mean a cup of coffee or if you follow me on instagram or twitter the link in my bio will take you to that page now what you should know is that page only accepts payments in the nigerian naira so all you have to do is convert the amount you would like to donate to me from your currency to the naira and then boom you have supported amin thank you again for your unwavering support i love all the shout outs and all the shares and to all those who have been supporting me by buying me several cups of coffee thank you so much i appreciate you now without further ado let's talk books shall we so Oh, god damn it. I forgot to tell you what I'm currently drinking. For this episode, I am drinking bullet. <laughs> um, I wish I, I should post a picture of this drink one of these days, but um it's it's a vodka energy it's a it's a vodka energy drink, yeah. That I do not recommend you take on an empty stomach, by the way. And if you're not a heavy drinker, pace yourself when you ever drink this drink, yeah? But I'm having it now with a shot of vodka because I needed to get high pretty quickly. I had an open, uh, I had a moment, but that's what I'm trying to see. This is the problem with like over drinking. Now I don't even know what I'm trying to say. Um, what, okay. I had an opening 
in my schedule when I could record this episode and I had to get inebriated really fast and this was the fastest way I could do it yeah all right so I'm having bullets and a shot of vodka all right so for my January wrap-up I read a no I finished a total of 15 books this month and I DNF'd five books what I'm going to do now is I'm going to share mini reviews of the 15 books I read and then I'm going to give explanations why I DNF'd the five books that I DNF'd and then I'm going to share my standout books for the month. Yeah? Are you ready? <clears throat> okay. All right. So the first book I finished reading was A Woman of Pleasure by Kyoko Murata. I read this book. I got an ARC, an advanced reading copy on net galley and this is one of the books that was on my anticipated list for 2024 and okay so this book was supposed to be historical fiction yeah and what drew me to it is it was going to be about um a a, a time in japanese period where the prostitutes revolted and okay they, they didn't call it themselves prostitutes like geishas but the prostitutes revolted and then they were fighting for their rights but i feel like the title was a little bit misleading i didn't go deep into the synopsis i just liked the title and the fact that it was japanese and you know japan generally is themed for japanese books so i was like oh this will be so cool but when I saw a woman of pleasure and I saw that the first line of this of the premise that it had to do with geishas and revolution, I didn't I, the book was interesting, yeah, but I felt like I felt let down by the title because when I finished reading it, I was like, where is the pleasure in the room with us? And is the woman in the room with us? Because the, the book is being told from the point of view of a really a, a teenager basically but i know they used to catch them young those days but still she was just a teenager so i can't really call her a woman of pleasure and even until the time the book finished she had still not become a woman i don't even think she was up to the age of 20 yet so woman i didn't see pleasure i didn't get except some parts where they were explaining how to do kegels or something and that was in relation to stopping your period or something i don't even know but it, it was it was just there it's not the most memorable read you know because i felt misled but yeah that's that about that i mean will i recommend it not really you're not missing out on much if you just skip this book yeah all right so the second book i finished reading was the sunset years of agnes sharp by leonie swan this was an audiobook and it's set in germany so this was translated fiction i really enjoyed this one because it's it's set in it's it's centered around um older protagonists yeah and it's about some old people who are living together it's not an old people's home they are living together and then someone dies but the thing is the reason they're living together in this house is they all made a pact that they don't want to go to old people's home because of how old people are abused in all those kind of homes. So they decided to live together and that when one of them starts losing their memory or something or they get to the point where they are not useful to the society anymore, 
they will take each other out like it's a pact like you will kill me before i embarrass myself kind of thing and <laughs> one person died <laughs> no they did kill one person but the person who even did the killing is kind of losing his memory and then there is a bunch of killings in the book and apparently there's also a murderer on the loose it's just it's just so wild it's a cozy mystery i really really enjoyed it and god damn it it just makes me think about old age a lot like god help me do you know i i have this thing that if i do live to be old i my my plan my hope is to not go past 80 like after i do my 80th birthday the next day like boom gone I know this is a little bit morbid, sorry, but I've, I've thought about it a lot. Like, I don't want to go past 80. Honestly, I'll be really pissed if I go past 80. <laughs> because like, whoa, I, I feel like that's a good amount of years to give Mother Earth, you know? Anywho, The Sunset Years by Agnes Sharp. I really liked it. And I think her name is very ironic because her last name is Sharp, but, you know, a lot of them are losing their memory and things happen so yeah she's not the sharpest but she is sharp when she's sharp you know all right so the third book i finished reading was the berry pickers by amanda peters this was also an audiobook and it's 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 kind of historical fiction like no it's not historical fiction it's just past present type situation and it's it features two different povs yeah one person who was kidnapped and then she grows up and from the pov of the brother of the kidnapped and how the kidnapping affected him and for some reason i don't i don't know why the kidnapping affected him much i feel like if i got the pov of the mother it would have made more sense because like baba why are you carrying the guilt on top of your head because he just like misbehaved so much in his life blaming it on the fact that his younger sister was kidnapped and yeah the young the younger sister's pov was more interesting because you know she was kidnapped by someone who was completely unhinged and the thing is the person who was kidnapped they're like native americans and it was a white person who kidnapped this woman and they made her feel like she was white all her life she never knew she was a native american but i really liked her pov and i think that's what made me give this book i think like 3.5 stars because her part of the book was really interesting it is just getting the pov of the brother of the kidnap was just like okay now that you're carrying this guilt with you what do you want me to do you know it just felt like he was making himself feel special because you're not even the victim the mother is the biggest victim here because it's not like he was there when the sister was kidnapped you know i didn't get context why he was carrying the grief on top of his head like that though i understand you lost your sister but like why have you made it your personality Anywho, <laughs> sorry. Um, the next book I finished reading was Private Label by Kelly Young. This was an audiobook. And this is from... Oh, if you listen to the previous episode where I talk about YA novels, you will see that I mentioned um, Parachutes by Kelly Young. So when I saw Private Label, I was like, yeah, I got to read this. But this one did not bang as much as Parachutes. It was still nice. It was interesting, very nuanced. And... I enjoyed it because Kelly Young, honestly, she can do no wrong in my eyes. It just did not bang as much, but I I enjoyed it, you know. And yeah, it's a young adult novel. 
if i see anything about it i'm going to give it away so i'm just going to keep it there it was nice but like not the most memorable if you're going to start with a kelly young probably with parachutes instead of private label the next book i finished reading was notes from a young black chef by kwame onwachi now this was a memoir from a chef i don't know okay i've had this book on my tbr for a while and i just it was available at the library i said okay let me listen to it so the book is interesting yeah but it's not the most memorable memoir i've read like there's nothing see this is the thing i don't it's very hard for me to critique a memoir because it's the person's story it's just that there was nothing memorable about this person's life that would have that if if i was the owner of a publisher i would have rejected this one because it's like what are you doing that's different you know it's just it's a basic story this abusive dad hard working mom you know there's some nigeria in there you hustle to become a chef you were selling drugs i mean this dude there's no oomph you know and maybe because i didn't have the book so it's not like i could read the mem- the recipes and stuff but yeah next time i'm just gonna stick with female chefs because this wasn't yeah <laughs> i sound like it hits all right <laughs> okay so the next book i finished reading was all the lovers in the night by miyoko kawakami i read and listened to this one now since breast and eggs i've been wanting to read another miracle i haven't read heaven yet though people prefer this one and if you've been listening to my wrap-ups you will notice that i did dnf miracles um breast and eggs um i'm going to go back to it i think that time was just bad timing but i'm going to go back to it because i want to have a physical copy i like this author's style of writing it's very it's very surreal if you read a lot of japanese fiction there's like a a a calmness in the writing the, the the plot isn't going anywhere we're just in our heads and experiencing the feelings sitting in the moment kind of vibe so i really enjoyed this one wasn't bad wasn't bad at all the next one i finished reading was the book of the month the indulgent bibliophile january peak which is everything good will come by sefiata this was a reread the first time i ever read it five stars this time i kind of give it like a 4.5 stars it's still banged but maybe because i'd already read it wasn't the same wasn't the same vibe but yeah if you haven't read everything good to come you should definitely read it next book i finished reading was no funeral for nazia by taha keha i listened and read to this one the audiobook was fantastic um and well this book is about grief one thing about me if a book is discussing grief i'm gonna be there <laughs> and this one was very interesting because the person dies and she writes a letter to all the closest people in her life and she decides that she doesn't want them to have a funeral she wants them to have a party and then during the party there should be a therapist who comes in and does hypnotherapy on all her closest people to help them forget the bad things that she had done or like for them to let loose any misunderstandings or miscommunications they had for her or with her during her time on earth i just i i liked it because first of all the book is set in pakistan and i most times when i read south asian books they always have to do like multi-generational stories or you know immigrant stories i liked this one it just had like a a very eclectic group of people you know 
the voices the characters i mean the book is not like it's not groundbreaking i just liked it for how fresh it was and the fact that i haven't read anything like it before so i don't even know if i can say you should read it but you might enjoy it that's the thing i don't know this is a very amin coded book you know i don't know if that makes sense but yeah i i enjoyed it a lot the next book I finished reading was A Taste of Sugar by Maricel Vera. I read and listened to this one. Now, this was historical fiction. I think the book is set in um, Puerto Rico. I really like historical fiction, but this one was not very memorable. It just... And the thing is, I feel bad because a lot of people I know who have read this gave this book five stars. But the book was just... It was very meh very basic like it was just there like what was even the taste of the sugar in the first place like i don't know i'm I'm not crazy about this one i just i mean i i kept on reading the story hoping that there was going to be something coming that was going to like give me that magic but nah it wasn't a very memorable read so yeah the next book I finished reading was The Girl with Stars in Her Eyes by Zio Axelrod. This was a reading and listening experience. Now, I really like this book. Yeah. I did not like... It's a romance novel, by the way. I did not like the male interest. I don't know. There was something about him that was just off. He did give me the vibe of like, I would move the earth the female lead kind of and i don't like i could feel their chemistry is just while i enjoyed the story i preferred her relationship with i preferred the female friendships that's the the female lead um cultivated that one had more spice in it and there's a book too for this one coming out this year and i think it's because of those friendships that i want to explore book two but the book too is based on another member of the band because the book is is in the music world if that makes sense yeah so yeah i think that's what i don't know it's it's actually it's it's nice it's one of those nuanced romance that is not just like cheeky or corny you know it has like they go through stuff or whatever but i don't know i don't know i wasn't sold on their romance you know i don't think they will stand the test of time if you know what i mean all right the next book i finished reading was my other husband by dorothy Combson. now i used this one as my prompt for the one of the prompts for the something bookish reading challenge which is a thriller or suspense by a non-caucasian author and wow it's been a while I read psychological fiction, but this author does it well. Like, I in the middle of the book, it, it, it got to the middle of the book and I was like, wait a goddamn minute, this is what is happening. And when I realized, I was like, this is so clever. Like, it's so genius. Because, ah, people are crazy, oh. People are actually crazy. <laughs> I don't know, I'm, I'm still remembering um, how the book played out. And like people are actually wild and it reminds i think it's like one of the reasons why i am hesitant of dating a caucasian person yeah because their own color their madness is not here i'm sorry for using that word madness but like 
when they want to be cuckoo, their own cuckoo is an extra level of cuckoo-ness. Do you know what I mean? Ha! Anywho, yeah, that's that about that. Highly recommended, by the way. <laughs> um, the next book I finished reading was How I Won a Nobel Prize by Julius Taranto. This was an audiobook that I, I received on NetGalley. And I really like... I, I, I liked it. This is, this is pure literary fiction. And it's about a a phd not a, a research student a woman who she's working on the project and she just the person that she's working on it with is a man who is working in a university that all counseled men go to so like the place is kind of like rape central like any man who has been accused of sexual assault or whatever they go to that university and continue their life or whatever it's just things happen and it really makes you question like am i really a good person like <laughs> at the end of the day if push comes to shove would you still do the good thing it, it makes you question a lot of things and I, I i really i really like it if you like literary fiction you should definitely get this book you would enjoy the audiobook by the way you would enjoy the audiobook the next book I finished reading was The Gene Waits a Hundred Years by Shibnum Kam. This was an audiobook experience and it's also one of the books that was on my anticipated list for 2024. Hmm. Now, see, I'm all for more gothic African stories. Yeah, I'm all for it. Actually, we can't even call it gothic because like once it comes to African literature, there are some things that... It's just part of our daily storytelling um, lives. Like, I don't really see magical realism as it. Africans have been doing magical realism from the beginning of time, you know? Gothic stories, I mean, <laughs> hello. We have been telling stories about ghosts and weird stuff happening all this time. Can you remember? I mean, stories of people tapping you and your penis or breast is disappearing. We've been doing gothic since... Now, this story set in South Africa from the POV of, like, people from India who settled in South Africa. <clears throat> okay, so, I, I enjoyed how the story went. It's just, I feel like I would have enjoyed it a lot more if I got the POV of the djinn. But right now, the djinn is, like, just following someone around in the story and i kind of don't get what the gene is waiting for you know because like okay you've been waiting for a hundred years what do you wait for if it is what i think the gene waited for at the end of the book it doesn't seem like a very satisfying payoff to me so i don't know i think i gave this book three three over five three out of five stars i just i don't i just i wanted more my expectations were a bit high from this book if you read the premise you read the synopsis you'd understand what i'm saying when you eventually read the book it's just expectations went through the roof and i don't know why i always do this to myself i always enter some books with high expectations why i mean why are you doing that to yourself that's just like <sighs> okay 
so the next book i finished reading was diva by daisy goodwin this was an audiobook that i received on netgalley and this is historical fiction based on a real life person yeah it's based on two greek people one is aristotle onassis who jackie jackie kennedy eventually marries but before jackie kennedy marries him there is a singer that he was dating who left her husband i mean it's very messy i really liked this story and obviously what he just said is through time there's one thing men are constant in which is staining your wife men will stain your wife like it's a standard i do not know why even their own whites they will stain in themselves on their own like why why anywho now i know about this historical figure maria callas i will go and listen to some of her music it's opera style music just in case you didn't know but i, I really like um historical fiction that is based on real life people so that it just carries you to go and do more research and you discover new things it's really cool yeah so the last book i finished reading for january was the final strife by sarah el harifi i read and listened to this one and i'm actually surprised that no one has ever recommended this book to me like why has none of the fantasy girlies no one has ever recommended this book to me and i'm shocked because i enjoyed it so much the world building is oh it's just nice like there's magic something to do with like working with blood and it's sapphic i didn't know it was sapphic there's like queer representation in the book there's queer representation in the book and i love the fact that the main character has has romantic entanglement with two people and then she fucks one person up like she fucks him up properly and yeah i'm just this is book one of three book three is going to be coming out later this year so i'm going to delay reading book two a bit until it's closer to the release of book three but i'm already excited to read um a new series coming from the author which is Feybound. yeah i'm I'm very excited that i've discovered this author because now i'm going to read everything they've ever written you know how obsessive i get but yeah that's the final strife if you're into fantasy you should definitely read this <laughs> it's inspired by middle eastern and west african mythology so yeah it's just i had to just one little thing i <laughs> i guess the author like has traveled and lived in different parts of the world so we can't exactly pin her down it's just they kept on eating one particular meal in this book all the time and i was like we need to diversify you can't keep eating the same meal they were always eating fufu and granite soup as much as i love fufu and granite soup i was like they were literally eating it all the time every single time one of the characters went to visit their mom fufu and granite soup was cooking <laughs> it was just the weirdest thing but yeah um aside that i i really enjoyed the book i really did i liked the magic i liked the world building i liked the characters even the ones that died like the villains were villaining you know the betrayals were properly breaking your heart so yeah um those were the books i read in the month of feb of january 
so now to the books that i dnf'd now i'm a little surprised about some of the books i dnf because i wasn't expecting to dnf them but yeah shit happens um the first book i dnf was complicated by ola tundun i read this book now i at this moment in time i can't even remember why i dnf'd it but i remember the feeling of it boring me to death yeah so I, D- I DNF this and I think I DNF it at 50% because that was the first book I DNF for the month. I was really trying so hard to keep going but I was so bored and rolling my eyes all the time. I can't even remember the exact reason. But yeah, Complicated by Ola Tundu. The next book I DNF was Nobi From Here by Natasha Omokodian Kalulu Banda. I am sorry for butchering that name. But this book is about a Nigerian Caribbean slash Nigerian Zimbabwean. And it's just, I don't know. There was just too much meandering and I got bored and I stopped caring about the characters. Honestly, anytime I DNF a book, it's because I'm just bored and I don't care anymore. Like anybody could die and I don't care. It's boredom. The next book I DNF'd was The Creative Act by Rick Rubin. See? I was seeing a lot of people reading this book and you know because end of the year you want to form you know getting my life together so i decided oh let me pick a non-fiction to see if it will spark something it, it didn't spark shit for i didn't have this at like 45 percent and for that 45 percent it was literally the person was literally saying the same thing they were saying see this is this is the reason why i always say a lot of non-fiction or a lot of self-help books are literally just one blog post or a newsletter they could do it as a newsletter or one blog post but no they decided that they want to write a book so they'll just be going around and around and around and be doing word counts it's, it pisses me off so much because like why are you wasting my time saying the same thing in different ways eh anywho the next book i dnf'd was the creative no the Convenant of Water by Abraham Verghese. I don't know if I pronounced that right. Now, I like how this book started. Yeah, I really did. I enjoyed how it started. I was getting into the story. And then they introduced another character. And I, 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 it was taking too long for them to go back to that other character that I, it, they introduced me in the beginning too. And then I got bored and I couldn't wait anymore. Because first of all, this book is like 24 hours long. I was like, I don't have the time for this. Like this person is taking so much of my, like, when are we going back? When I saw it wasn't going back, I was like, okay, goodbye. I have other books to read, you know? Because like I always say, what if I die in the middle of a book that is boring? Like my ghost will be so pissed. All right. Um... The next book I DNF'd was And Break the Pretty Kings by Lena Jung. This was supposed to be a South Korean inspired fantasy and I liked it in the beginning and then it just started meandering and then I got bored. Yeah, it just, I didn't care anymore what happened in anything. (laughs) But yeah, those were the books I DNF'd. Now my standout books of the month were The Sunset Years of Agnes Sharp, No Funeral for Nazia, my other husband how i won a nobel prize and the final strife i really really enjoyed this book so if you're looking for books that you could just add to your tbr you should do that you should add these ones that were my standout books okay all right now a quick reminder before i leave 
If you're participating in the Something Bookish Reading Challenge, be sure to share your progress by using the hashtag Something Bookish Reading Challenge. If you need some recommendations, you can check out the challenge page on Storygraph or if you don't find what you're looking for there, feel free to send me a message. Okay? Welcome to the second edition of the TMI. Now for this TMI, I feel like I want to make it as interactive as possible. Yeah. So if there's something you would like to ask me, the TMI section is where I would answer it as honestly as I can. And nothing is too weird because this is the TMI section. Okay. Um, so feel free to send me a message. You can DM me, you can email me, you can send me a message on WhatsApp, but send me anything you'd like me to answer. That would be our TMI thingy. Just you and me, obviously not for everybody, just you and me. So for this edition of the TMI, I, I suffer from constipation and it's something that I have to consciously watch what I eat or drink. If not, my system can lock up for days. Now, my, one of the earliest cases of <laughs> one of the earliest cases of a really bad constipation issue was um, NYSC, which is the National Youth Service that all Nigerian youths have to do when they finish university. Yeah, so we go to camp for three weeks before you start your service, and for that three weeks, I did not poop. For 21 days, I did not poop. There'll be some, there'll, there might be a medical person who listens to this and be like, how the fuck are you still alive? I also don't know. It was by the grace of the people who are praying for me, I guess. But for 21 days, I did not poop. And on the 22nd day, when I landed at the airport in Lagos, when my mom came to pick me, immediately I saw the car my tummy started rumbling see that's the thing about me when i go to a new place my system just locks up like whoa we don't know what is going on here this place doesn't feel safe we don't feel comfortable and yeah we're not gonna come out so it's very odd but i am very careful and i'm always looking for tips and tricks of how to keep my tummy running so now it's it's settled i poop at least once a day and I think the height, the maximum I've gone without pooping recently is like two days. But then I think my system is, is good now. So if you have any tips to help with constipation, send them my way. I'm always out looking for tips and tricks to make sure my tummy is always running. So sometimes just for anybody who suffers from constipation, what I do is I drink lots of hot, okay, not hot, but like warm water with lime and honey. I drink like half a liter of that in the morning when I wake up and then I don't sit down. I'm always doing activity until that poop comes. Sometimes I've noticed now that coffee activates my poop glands. So like I drink like strong coffee, maybe I'll have like an espresso or I'll make a latte, but I'll make like the coffee really strong, you know? So yeah, that's, that's me. And I make sure I'm always eating lots of fiber because... <laughs> You don't want to be like pushing out strong poop. It's painful. I can tell you from experience. It's very painful. I have had my asshole tear. Which is not. 
okay i mean it's a tmi i shouldn't be feeling shy but yeah that's that's that about that <laughs> Yay, you made it to the end. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I would love to read or hear any comments or feedback you have. And you can do that by sending me a message on Twitter or Instagram at Lip Gloss Mafia. That's L-I-P-G-L-O-S-S-M-A-F-F-I-A. Subscribe or follow now so you don't miss out on the next episode, which is always available on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and other streaming platforms. If you enjoy this podcast, and I know you do because you are still listening, kindly spread the book love by spreading the word. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, wait and leave a review. What this does is it helps new listeners find the show. As you know, shares and reviews are my love language. Thank you in advance. I appreciate it, and I appreciate you for listening. Readers, that's it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. And like Jim Run said, Reading is essential for those who seek to rise above the ordinary. Happy reading, everyone. Bye.